Welcome back from the desk of low. This is the return of Bronze Nazareth. We recorded this over IG Live. We talk about his newest album produced by Rock Marciano, the guest, and what went into this project now too. And also, we got a cameo from Wu-Tang affiliate, Almighty M80. So I hope you enjoyed us and make sure you call Bronze's new album. All right, so the man of the hour is here. We said we didn't have to wait that long. We waited like two minutes. Um, I was just telling the folks about our first interview, and if they want to get informed, because we're strictly going to be talking about the album today. Yeah, yeah, go fuck with that. Yo, all right. Yo, so before we jump into the album, we're going to talk about the events leading up to the album, Bronze. Um, But first of all, how are you doing, sir? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm feeling good today. You know what I'm saying? I, uh... I shot a video for Survivor's Vow yesterday with my homie Brandon Day- Damon, who did the uh, Hancock the Cake video. So actually about to be crazy, man. So yeah, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm happy about the album tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's it's a piece of art. So I'm I'm glad to finally be at this point where you know the people can hear it. You know what I mean? Man, you're that Survivor's Vow, man. I'm prepared to join off that album. I ain't gonna lie, you. I shed a tear like the second time uh-huh. listening to that. Yeah, you know that, man. When I was uh. When I was playing the album for, for, for my people in L.A., you know, you know, people was listening and talking or whatever. But when that, that joint came on, everybody was like, whoa. Everybody got silent for a minute. Like, yo, well, let me let me let me concentrate and hear this. But, yeah, I think that's the that's the illest joint on there, man. I love that joint, man. Yeah, me too. So, like, um, so for the people who don't know, you always had a relationship with Rock Marciano. You crossed paths multiple times. Um, you were on Man Bag Dog Records for a bit. I understand uh, my man Bubba did some work there. So how did you and Rock, like, officially connect? Um, you know what I'm saying? We was just, we, it was always, like, a mutual respect. Like I said, we crossed paths with Man Bites Dog. We did a few, uh, what, South by Southwest, and then I, I did the A3C show within one year. And uh, that was all with Man Bites Dog. But, um, you know, it always been a mutual respect. He always spoke, you know, highly of me. I would hear, you know, he was liking what I was doing over there. And um, then one day he hit me. He just shot me a text out the blue. It was like, yo, is this bronze? I was like, yeah. He said, this is rock. And I was like, oh, wow. That, yo, what's <laughs> up? So, yo, he said to me, and like, i never forget the quote. He told me, he was like, yo, you one of the illest with the beats. And so, That's you right. know what I'm saying? Like I said, that shit, you know, that's 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 one hundred coming from him, and so, um, yeah, we always just kicked it around, and then you know he asked me for some beats, I sent some beats through, and then I thought, you know, what, you know, what 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 would happen if I get some beats from Rock? Let me see, let me see how that'll go, and then, boom, 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 here we are with the Exorcist album. You know what I mean? Man, because with your with your coming with because like your last project with you actually rhyme was twenty fourteen, right? Uh, I mean, for no, actually, I did bundle raps early this year, which was me, Ron. Oh, yes, you did, yes. But, but yeah, but solo, other, besides that, you know, it was still 2021, but my other solo before that, yeah, that was 2014, man. Off of Fool Volume 3. And with this project now, too, it feels like you really got to bring. So, for somebody who's like catching on to this underground resistance and want to do the homework and find like School of the Blind Men, uh, The Great Migration, it feels like with this album, though, you really opened up over Rock's productions now, too, because I like to say he's mastered the simplicity, like the master of sound simplicity, but it makes you pay attention to the lyrics, though. And I think that your guys' combination with this is like, it's really outstanding. So, when he sent you this patch of beats, did you have to like watch a movie or like a TV show to get inspired by this? Um, nah, man, it was instantly, man. I don't know, man. It's in my blood or something, but 
the shit that he had was like, I don't know, it, it made my pen work, you know what I'm saying? So he got a lot of feeling in his beats. And so, like, real yeah. talk, bro, he only sent me one. He, he sent me one folder. He said he was going to send me more, but I already had what I needed in that folder, you know what I mean? So I uh, I just went in, bro. My mind took – the beats took my mind, you know, where the pen went, you know what I'm saying? So. Because, yo, can I go down some of your lyrics now, too, before we break down the album now, too? You're very detailed with your rhyme now, too, and I like how you name the album, because it's a, it's a Greek saying, the name yeah. of the album, right? Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it describes somebody who is very, if they say a poem out loud or a song out loud, they can actually picture the words that they're saying in their head. Like when you said, um, and I have it written down here, checks, they recall my plays, then I rehearse and I pull out shooting strays, cut up two birds on my Persian. If I kill all my demons, what's the purpose? Yo, I like, I just pictured you at a table in a Persian rug with your goat hat on, just doing your thing with the birds. I was like, yo, man, like this is so vivid with the rhyming and stuff like that. That's what it's like. It's like, all you have to do is just play this album and close your eyes. Yeah, man, that was that was that was the point to me. That's to to me that's art. You know what I'm saying? If I can really take you where 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 I was at, take you to what I'm talking about. I want to take you there. I want to. I want you to feel that shit. Like you know what I'm saying? I want you to feel. You know what I'm saying? Cutting two birds up on my Persian. If I kill all my if I kill all my demons, what's my angel's purpose? You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know, man. That that to me that's art, and that's why that's why I really. Minds like that is why the whole album is 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 titled Exorcist. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm taking you there with me. You know? You definitely did now too, because even from like the intro and how um, I don't want to say where that movie's from, but the way that 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 skit is played out, though, it gives because I bet you the average listener, but like, what the hell does this mean? And when they actually hear that skit, it's like, oh, so we're we're about to get some paintings here. Yeah, man. Everybody when I. When I came through with that title, A and R M A D, everybody was like, "What the fuck is that, man?" But I'm like, "You'll see." Man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a draw it out for you though. But I, you know, I got explanations in the artwork and shit too, though. So everybody ain't lost. But that's to me, that's art. You know, doing something nobody else said, using words, not, not, not that they got to be big and all dictionary-ish, but use. Well, I like words. You know what I'm saying? And that word, it caught me one day. And uh, and I think they showed the meaning of it. And I was like, wow, that's some shit. That's kind of how I feel about my writing. So that's it, bro. That's just stuck with me. Now, would you say, like, coming into this album now, too, like, did you know that you were going to get, like, really personal for the average listener who doesn't know that much about you? Um, yeah, man. You know what? That's kind of always been my style, man. Um, I feel like lyrically, as a person, as a human on earth, that if you're a musician, you gotta leave some type of legacy. So uh, I always try to get real personal, talk about my life. I talk about real shit I've been through. You know what I mean? I'm not, I, I never claim to be no gangster, shoot on my ass, nigga. I carry guns, I move around. We in Detroit, you know what I mean? Everybody in Detroit got heaters or whatever. So I'm not like, I'm, I'm telling like real stories. So, so, so uh, for it to be personal to me, it's normal. You know what I mean? What else do we do with art besides? you know, tell our stories, you know what I'm saying? That's fact. Well, I like how, like, like how you approach it as, like, I'm actually going to stick to what I know instead of fit in with all, because, like, rock produce albums for other people now, but it seems like this one just stands out from the rest of them now, too. It's because 
it captures like a woo like i wouldn't call it a concept album but like it captures like the feeling of a good woo loosely concept album now too because there is stints in it that's a bit off but there's stints in it like the survivor's bow or like nosebleeds where somebody can really hit home with that yeah man uh, yeah it's it's i think it's just a combination man of you know the music and the and the thought pattern man you know like i'm i'm really just Going through my life stories like survival vibe. Once once everybody hears it, y'all gonna hear that it. it's really it's crazy. It's me talking to Kev Ashes, talking to Kev Lars Iron and shit, and um, you know, telling him what I'm gonna do since he can't no more. You know what I mean? So that's the survivor's vow. So um ah man, I don't know. It's 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 so natural low that it, it it all just flowed out and um it was like a marriage, man, me and the beat, you know. See, and, like, even, like, with the song, like, Crazy Horse now, too, you have, like, lines like, Chandelier's dancing on my ceiling, I'm rich as Lionel. You got to smoke this off some foil and let that shit drip on the vinyl. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit, yo. <laughs> and that's what, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, I was telling somebody else that I, I do, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with um Easter eggs. Motherfuckers say writers leave Easter eggs in their writings where it's something hidden. It's a hidden meaning. But a lot of people, it's not so hidden that you can't figure it out, so... Like to me, that was uh, that was one of them because I said chandeliers dancing on my ceiling, Rich is Lionel. So obviously, Rich is Lionel. I'm talking about Lionel Richie, chandeliers, oh, chandeliers. You know, chandeliers dancing on the ceiling on some rich shit. But also, Lionel Richie had an album called Dancing on the Ceiling. You know what I mean? So all that shit connects like zigzag, zig. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. See, I did not know that. I just thought it was like a play on or See, but that's the thing I like about you, though. You don't waste a bird. No, I don't like to, man. We Like I'm saying, we writing to write, right? We're not writing to be simple. We're not writing to be easy. we putting art together. So, uh, yeah, it's layers on my shit, man. Word. Well, one of the verses, like, it was, it's on the same song I wanted to talk to you about and what you meant by it now. It's, um... Belichick's, they record my plays, then rehearse it. I pull out shooting strays, cutting two birds up on my Persian. If I kill all my demons, what's my purpose? Salculato stuffed in my angle to help my higher learning. Learning, or higher learning. MDX, then advanced packages, tickler serving. Sipping spirits at a free funeral like I'm Ronic Burdens. Marshals came to scoop salute. We need a thirsting, growing dirt, derby poison from my bursting. While the eyes were watching bronze or rehearsing. What did you mean by that? Especially like the Marshall and the Thurston line. Okay, so uh um like I, I start from the top. Like Bella checks, they record my plays and then rehearse it. I pull out shooting strays, cutting two birds up on my Persian. If I kill all my demons, what's my angel's purpose? Cilantro stuffed in hemp, my angles higher learning. MDX in that advanced package, tickle their cervix. Sipping spirits at a funeral, ironic burdens. Marshals came to scoop salute, we needed thirsty. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that that was just like, uh, like you know, Belichick's, man. You know how he was recording people's plays and then they was running off, they off. And I'm just saying, you know, people copying the people copying the blueprint and, and, and taking off with it, man. You know what I mean? Um, I pull out shooting strays. Cutting two birds up on my Persian. I mean, that's like that's just that's just me being nasty, man. You know, pull out <laughs> my, my pull out game. You know what I mean? Pull out game. Cutting two birds on my Persian rug. You know what I mean? That's just that's just that luxury life. That 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 uh, you know the uh the the hedonism exploration that we doing rap. You know what I mean? And um, but then I follow it up like, but if I kill all my demons, what's my angel's purpose? So that's just like that's just like your balance of life. You ain't got no demons. What your angels there for? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, cilantro stuff can help my ankles. Higher learning. That's you know, weed stuff. I use hemp wraps. I don't fuck with tobacco no more. So cilantro was the weed, the green shit stuff can help my ankles. Higher learning is just like that's like a, a six degrees of separation line right there because higher learning, Buster Rhymes, Rock Marcy. You know what I mean? That's just a little play on words. Buster was in the higher learning movie. That was my shit. But I'm also trying to get but I'm also trying to get on a higher mental plane, you know what I mean? Uh, MDX in that advanced package tickler cervix. That's the that's the Acura MDX, you know what I mean? Nice, nice, uh, right. nice well, luxury vehicle. I like picture it too. I was like, ha, I get that. <laughs> yeah, so tickler, so you know, they make the lady happy and shit, you know what I mean? Uh, sipping spirits at a funeral. You know what I mean? I'm at, I remember I was at a... Man, I had a cousin who passed away. Uh, she was young, I think 52. And uh, she died of lung cancer, wasn't a smoker, none of that shit. Um, and I remember I was sitting at her funeral and they had drinks. And I was like, damn, we sipping spirits at a funeral. That's, that's, that's crazy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Spirits, ghosts, sipping... So, you know, that's yeah. just wordplay. You know what I mean? That's just wordplay, and that's a uh, that's a line I actually had thought about when I was at her funeral, man. So, you know, rest in peace, man, my cousin. Uh, but uh, Marshalls came to scoop Salute. That was when Salute was on the run, you know what I mean? That's real talk. You know what I mean? My man went on the run. Oh, okay. Um, and then um, uh, the Marshalls came and got him. You know, he was out of state, so the U.S. Marshalls had to come find him and shit. And, uh, See, I thought... I thought you meant like Marshall's, like you know Marshall Mallers, but now okay, I get it now. Okay, because I was like Marshall had artist name Salute, but okay, see this is why I wanted to yeah. end. Yeah, U.S. You now we talk about them, the boys in blue, the U.S. Marshals, man. So Marshals came to scoop Salute. We needed Thurston, and Thurston was just Thurston was the name of this lawyer we had. Um, and he was a beast, man. He was a dog, but we couldn't uh, we couldn't find him at the time of the case, man. So that's just some Detroit shit right there. Um. And then uh, Thurston. And then the last line, you know, the eyes are watching bronze. Zora Hurston, well, you know, Zora Hurston wrote the book. The eyes were watching God. So I'm saying bronze is the God. You know what I mean? That's all. Her eyes was watching God, you know? Because, like, if you listen, like, if, if anybody is familiar with your production, you've been doing these type of beats with, like, no drums or, like, you know, weaker drums in the background, like, off, like, the Think Differently project now, too. Mm -hmm. I was listening, I was like, this came out in 2011, and this sounds like it came out in, like, you know, 2021 or 2020. And when you say that people are taking your plays and rehearsing them, I'm like, yo, I get it, because, like, there's other people out there who's, like, they just jump right in there and they make a beat, but it's like, do you not do the research? Yeah, you know, should be bugged out, man. I'll be hearing, like, new dudes and shit throwing kung fu samples on their shit. They not even remotely close to Wu type of, you know what I mean? So, uh, it's, it's it's a lot of people taking the paintbrush and trying to throw it on their on they canvas. But, you know, you still got to have a good painter in that bitch, you know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. M80's in here. What up, M80? M80, my dude. Jump in. Um. So, for Brass Jehovah, now, I don't know, maybe it's because... I like this thing with Slaughterhouse, where I like four MCs, just four MCs on the beat. Yeah. But with this, I was like, yo, can you guys just form a new group of Terminology, Sky Zoo, and I never, I'll keep it all the way back. This is the very first time I heard of the Briz guy, but he is fine. 
Uh, Briz Rossi, man, that boy. Woo! I got a little. I got. I got some work coming with Briz, man. We're gonna do one together, man. We slowly chopping it down, but uh, yo, I, I respect Briz highly, man. Briz Rothstein, um, MC. He's got some great projects out. A lot of people know him from the battle circuit, uh, but he's really coming into his own with these projects, and uh, he know how to make a full, beautiful project, man. Um, so y'all go look up Briz Rothstein. That's my dude. He's from Delaware. You know what I mean? Fire and definitely, definitely rocked it on the on the album. You know what I mean? Uh, so terminology, you know, you know how term do. And uh, oh, that's Boston right there. Yeah, bro, Boston man. Yep. So why the name Brass Jehovah? Like that's that's a bold title. I just you know bronze man, brass. I'm into all the metals and the the gold, the gold shine <laughs> and all that. So it's just you know. The Brass Jehovah, the Bronze Gods, you know what I mean? That's all we coming with on that, you know? So when you're picking guests for this now, too, what made you want to add three other MCs? Because, like, if 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 any other artist, well, I shouldn't say any other artist, some artists, when they get, like, a rock around, they want to keep that whole play to themselves. But you actually put, like, three talented MCs with you on it. So, like, what? I think that's the most, like, Features that are on one song. So, like, what made you want to add like three other MCs to this? Because you could have just uh -huh. kept it for yourself. I mean, it just felt like one of them songs, man. It felt like a song where you know you can hear it. Everybody breathe easy. Everybody can you know throw their lines down, and it cuts through clear and crisp. And um, I think the beat was just so infectious. You know, what I'm saying I could listen to that shit over and over and not get tired of it. Some beats you can listen to, get tired of it, but you know that shit is just a very infectious sound. And I thought, you know. It'd be dope to have a few different voices on here with me. Because I'm big on, like, I love doing solo joints. I, I could have took that album on myself and shit. But, you know, yeah. just, just, just on, like, an artistic side, I like to have a few different voices. That's why on a lot of my tracks, sometimes you just hear somebody jump in for a hook or jump in for, you know, a few bars. Yeah. I like a variety of different voices and shit. And, uh, and I, wanted to, I wanted that beat to particularly be have, have, have strong penmanship on it. So... You know what I mean? That's that's why it went that route. Great song for a posse cut, you know? Now, like, this is, like, when it comes to, like, track five, like, this is where, like, it begins to, like, really get, like, really emotional because, like, when you get to the reboot, it's like a skit. So is that skit from the, um, like, what's your relationship? I mean, sorry, what's your connection with the TV show Rock? I just used to love that shit, man. I watched that oh, shit. Yeah, I've never, never seen it. So, okay, so for the person who never seen it, what's it about? It's just about this 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 inner city family, and uh, I think they're in Baltimore, and um, you know, saying they're just getting down, man. It kind of reminded me of my my pop side of the family, and so uh, it was just like a good ass series, you know. what I'm saying they came when you when I was younger, you know what I mean, and we used to watch it all the time, me and my pops and my bro. Uh, uh, so. I, that show just kind of stuck with me, and I used to like Charles S. Dutton's movies and shit like that. So um, when I got the Rock Project, I was just like, damn, what can I... I like to connect my shit with, like, skits and shit that's relevant. And so now on the album, you'll hear you'll hear skits with dudes that's like, hey, yo, Rock, man, let me tell you this, Rock. You know what I mean? And yeah. it sounds like it's an old 70s movie, but it sounds like they talking, or we talking to Rock Marciano. You know what I mean? So... That's what I. That's how I sold it together, man. I was throwing the image out there to see if anybody would catch it too, but I got you. You got it. You want it? 
See, like, that's what I like now, too, because, like, you're not the type of artist to, like, when they go through something, because I know some artists, like, they, when they go through something, they go and vent on social media. But with this, like, with that rock sample, it actually sounds like, okay, I'm going to put this in to, like, vent, but I'm not going to say it until it's my part to rhyme on Survivor's Vow. Now, when we get into Survivor's Vow, <clears throat> this is a very emotional track. I think it's because we both can relate on losing a brother, and I think it's because that you go the extra mile to make sure that people never forget them. People are never going to forget the wise men, though, but sometimes memories fade. But with you, nice. you're going to fall extra for him. You're going to show life how, like, how, like, he's still here. And when you said that, when you basically were writing that song and talking to your brother's urn, that was powerful. That was powerful in that. Like, some of the lines in that, too, like, when you're saying that you're going to ball extra for him or um, when you're putting the pieces together and with the whole rock sample in that. So, like, when you played that song, or should I say, when you first finished that song, like, did you have to, like, step back and, like, just, like, take a deep breath? It's like, that kind of felt good to get out. Yeah, man. Yeah, because, like, I kind of, uh, I kind of felt bad that I haven't done, like, I got one other song on my other album, but I kind of felt bad that I haven't really, like, done a song, like, about Kev or just, like, straight tribute to Kev or whatever. But it's like, I'm really not that type of artist to where I, oh, I, I want to make this song right here and I'm going to do it. I kind of just, I kind of just let it out, let it flow. So the shit that comes out of me is not like, um, it's not like in a box, you know what I mean? So I kind of wait until it comes out of me naturally. And like I said, I was feeling kind of bad because I wanted to dedicate something to him a whole joint, but it just hadn't came to me right. You know what I mean? I didn't want to do the, oh, I miss you. You was my bro. I love you. And you know what I mean? Everybody's done this. I wanted to give Kev something special. And uh, when, when I heard this beat, I knew it, bro. I knew this was it, man. And we'll jump back to this track now too, but this has to deal with that same song. Um, with the Kevlar 7 skit now too, when he says Rock Marcio, did I give you, like, where did you find like this of Kev? Like, did you have this of him? I did, man. Kev did a uh, Kev did a song with Rock and um, God, who else was on it? It was for my boy and Endemic Emerald. Uh, he did a song with Endemic. With uh, it had Rock, Don, my boy Don Patino, and uh, and Kev was on it. And so I went back and found those vocals. And uh, at, at the beginning of the song, Kev said Rock Marciano's name. So I was like, oh, that's perfect. That's going on the album. And then the, then the talk he had that, that him and uh, Break Brad was having, that came from somewhere else. So I just pieced it together so it sounded like he really, he live in effect. You know what I mean? But that's chills because in that song, you said, like, you talk, you talk to your brother in heaven, and then, like, you hear, like, that after. It's just, like, wow, oh. man. Like, yeah, goosebumps, right? <laughs> goosebumps. That's powerful, though. That's, like, that, that, that's out, though. Like, when it gives you those type of, like, goosebumps, like, that's out. Yeah, that's it, man. That's when you know it's really touching the spirit, man, you know? Because music, music so is powerful, man. Music is very powerful. So you can move spirits and emotions with this shit, and, you know, that's what I do. So you played that in L.A. and you said, like, the crowd just kind of went quiet and stuff like that. Do you think, like, all of them just, like, felt what everyone else is going to feel when they hear this? Yeah, man. I think it's just so – the joint is so different but so personal. And so I think the lyrics are clear. That's what I love about that joint has no drums. But yeah. it's, like, it's like an open gate for to let the river flow. You know what I mean? Uh, so – 
that shit is just it's a striking joint once when, even when it starts it sounds like angels you know what i mean it sounds like angels when it starts and shit so um that shit yeah everybody man that's just goosebumps right there that's all i can say about it see i was kind of i was like how come you didn't go with this for the first single though but i guess like you also want, want to come out of something that grabs the listeners ears like and they're like the because this is going to be the second single from it what'd you say it's gonna be the second single from it. It'll probably be the third. Yeah. Okay. Because we got a little time before the video will be ready. But yeah, this I, I can't wait, man. It's gonna be sick. Uh, Crazy horses. The video we're gonna drop tomorrow. So that's coming oh, out. Oh wow. Tomorrow. Yeah. So um, so since you brought that back up now too, like um, because I understand when Rock sent you beats, like the like the single that you have there, Presby, um, that was labeled Crows. Now, yeah. when Crazy Horse sent Crazy Horse when he sent it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. See, this is what I like about, like, having, like, little things like that. Because sometimes the artist won't be able to come up with a name. It's like, you know, the name he named that beats actually pretty good. And choose that. Mm-hmm. That's what it was, man. It is just like, in, like, like, Crow's changed into the precipice just because, basically because of the lyrical, you know, lyrical uh, shit I was on on there. You know, you could bet them on the precipice. So, you know, that, that was a more appropriate title for that. But, like, Crazy Horse, I was like, yo, that's just that's just an ill title. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's what I said, too. I was like, yo, I like this yeah. title for this song. But, like, yeah. it, like, it doesn't really fit it, but just the title for it, it's just like, oh, yo, that's hard. Like um, that, that's, that's, that's what got, I'm glad you got there, too, because I was like, it don't even, it don't sound like a Crazy Horse, but it sound like the shit I'm talking just sound like, before the eruption of the crazy hole, you know what I mean? It's yeah, I before it's, the whole back kicks. Yeah, it's kind of like the calm before the storm, before the crazy horse get the bucking, you know. So I love yeah, it because when you got to the recipe, like that beat though, it just comes in like great. Oh my god! See, yeah. like it took a while for me to like beats about drumless, but it actually in the long run it makes me pay attention more because I'm not bombing my head to a heavy beat. I'm I'm paying attention to the lyrics, and I think like. That's what Rock has mastered. I think, like, he makes the listener pay attention to the lyrics as opposed to paying attention to the beat. Yep, I, I agree, man. And then when when he has a, uh undeniable beat, loop, sample, or whatever he play, that just, you know, it just enhances it. Because a lot of people can do that minimalist stuff, and the beat is nothing. You know what I mean? It's nothing to the beat. It might be a little bass line or something. And I hate that shit, you know what I'm saying? I don't like it. I don't like yeah. simplicity. Just to be simplicity, I like like rock does it like an art. It's like he's molding that shit, and uh, he picks he he just picks crazy sounds. You know what I mean? That's that's just beautiful and grimy at the same time, and that's just what Crazy Horse is. You know what I mean? It's beautiful and grimy at the same time. You know? So like uh, getting into Fanta Six featuring Fashan, I was like, wow, I never would have expected you to be rhyming with Fashan, let alone going verse for verse like Fashan verse. Bronze first, like I was like, so Fanta Six. This has nothing to do with pop. Nah, nah, okay, nah. That was uh, that that was Rock's title as well, the beat. But uh, I kind of you know I kind of see it as the orange, the orange whip. You know what I mean? Just the same color as orange Fanta. Oh. You know what I mean? The six. You know what I mean? So that's what so, I mean. So, so to me, it's like some fancy shit. You know, the, some some out of the ordinary shit. <laughs> Some ill shit, you know, people ain't, ain't ain't really doing. The Fanta Six, the Six and Fanta Orange, you know what I mean? So what made you want to include, like, Fashan? Like, that's so left field for somebody like you. 
Like, because I would expect, like, you know, like, Rock, Killer, you know, maybe uh, Lord Josiah, which is on Kettle Black. But, like, I was like, Sean, wow. I mean, Fashon is a great artist, man. He got motherfucking bars. Um, uh, somebody I was uh, working with had to connect to him. Um, shout out my boy Ricky, and um, it was just it was perfect timing. You know what I mean? I've been a fan of Fashon, you know, because I'm a fan of bars. Period. You know what I mean? So, um, it just fell right in place, man. Fell right in place. So, did you have to cut your verses up, or did you guys like actually send them like that too? Because I know it's like it was for Sean, you for Sean, then you. No, at, at first, uh, for Sean, just he just he just worked it. His whole his verses was all one, but uh, I found a good spot to split them up at and put my verse in between, and then my verse after, so that you know you know because listeners can lose you know attention span and shit after a minute if the if the verses go for too long, so. You know, you keep it in that good range so they don't lose interest. Give them a different voice. You know what I mean? And then, boom, back at it, you know? Now, like, when you're coming over, like, like, did you, like, did you tell him, like, this is a rock beat? Or did he think it was one of yours? No, he knew it was a rock beat. Okay, yeah, because you know, some artists don't like that. They'll be like, I ain't going to tell you who this is until it's out. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a credit to everybody, man. Everybody that, that I reached out to was, like, they was like uh, 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 flattered and, and 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 excited to get on a rock beat. So, you know what I mean? It was it was dope, man. Everybody had a great energy. Everybody has big respect for rock's beats. So, you know, everybody was motherfucking hype, bro. You know what I mean? So, it was dope. It was it was a, it was it was great to see everybody's uh, 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 cheerfulness and 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 willingness to jump on so easy and uh, dope, man. Rock, rock, rock got them all locked up, man. You know what I mean? And, and like, I, I don't even rap. I'll be on a rock song if you ask me to. But like, um, coming into like, <laughs> coming into like the kettle black. Like, now, now, remember how we talked about about like letting artists have a verse? I was kind of a little bit choked that you just gave Lord Josiah a hook for this. I was like, you're, you're gonna give Lord Josiah like no, like no verse? What the fuck, yo? No, nah, man, man he's definitely worthy, man. That's my dog, man, Lord Josiah. Oh, yeah, uh, no, I'm, just, I'm just bugging you. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm, yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I it, it was kind of a thing where I had done. Well, I think I wrote the whole album in like six days, and so oh, wow. sometimes I get in the mode where I'm, I'm like a hermit. I, I'm in the studio going crazy, and um, it's like whoever dropped by, if I, if I, if I see something or I need you for something, I'm be like, yo, jump on this real quick. And so that's that's what it was with with, with Lord Josiah. He was he had stopped by. We was working on his album finishing his joint up and I was like yo there's this one joint I got that I, I need a, I just need a different voice on for like the hook or whatever because I didn't want to do my whole verse then my voice on the hook then another verse then my voice on the hook at the end like I said I like to I like different sounds different voices voices is like instruments to me so yeah I had yeah. I, I had him jump on the hook and like around here Josiah known as like the hook man like he'll bust a hook down for you like you know what I mean? Give him like give him like 10, 15 minutes, bro. He good. Good money. And it's always fire. So he jumped in the booth and did that shit one tracked it, you know what I mean? And uh, you know, we was on the go, man. That's all I needed. Well, one of the lyrics I wanted to talk to you about is uh you don't really doubt oh hang on. So yeah, my bad for the people listening. I'm not a rapper, I'm a journalist, <laughs> or if it comes out a little bit bad, just know, but bronze uh fix it up. You don't really you don't really know about what you don't. Oh, what the hell? I so say you don't really doubt me. 
You just didn't yeah, think we had the code. You know what I mean? You don't really doubt me. You just didn't think we had the code. You know, you know, you know, you always got some people that. Um, well, you said like the Southwest Alamo aiming at the Fallas show absence. Oh, absence selling my soul. I let the absence dwell in my soul. For somebody who drinks absence and then absence. makes rap, like, like, I've never did absence, but I've heard stories that you start seeing shit when you drink. Hey, bro. So, so this is a uh, this goes back to my European tour. So, me, June Mega, Roll Blunt, uh, my guy Five Star, Illa Days. So, when we if 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 any of us go out to Europe, we always stop at my bro Roll Blunt's house in in London first, because that's you know that's our first destination. We get to all the hotels, all that shit together. Um, and so our our ritual is like when we get to Europe before the first show, we all got to take a shot of absinthe. So. That's that green nasty shit, and uh, yo, that shit is that shit is tough. I ain't really seen no, I ain't had no uh, hallucinations and shit yet. But man, that shit sit oh. your chest for a good 30, 40 minutes, man. And the taste is the taste is tough, bro. But it definitely gets you fucked up, man. Definitely. But um, yeah, that that's where that came from, man. That's our little tour ritual. Oh, so like aiming at the Fowler shows, absence, selling me. So I let the okay, so. Okay, so I said aiming, aiming at the Fallon show, like uh, Jimmy oh, Fallon. Fallon show, my Jimmy dad. Fallon, yeah. So I'm, you know, what I mean, I'm trying to get on that spotlight, that national shit, but without selling my soul. Absence selling my soul. I'm trying to get on the Fallon show. Absence selling my soul. I let the absinthe dwell in my soul. Yeah. Now, see, I'm just gonna get you to start saying the lyrics instead of me doing it. Man, you said that way better than me. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. So, well, like, I, I get that now, too, because when you see Griselda on the show, they're signed to Eminem, and it's just like, okay, well, we know how they got on there, but we have yet to see somebody like a Bronze Nazareth or a Rock Marciano or even a Flea Lord go up on there just off the strength of the underground. So I see where you're going with that. Right, yeah, that's what, that's what I'm trying to do. That's what all them guys deserve, man, you know? So, what's up, Jimmy? <laughs> So, 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 Jimmy, I know you like to. I know you be watching that Honolulu. If you if you're gonna watch Honolulu, go check out the Woo affiliates or the Woo elements, Fallon. Like, come on, man. So, oh, yeah. you actually because I always see people online like, yo, bro, your pen, let the pen flow, let the pen flow. So, when you actually were getting into this project and you let people know that you were handling the beat, uh, handling the rhymes, and somebody else was handling the production. How did how did people take that at first? Were they, like, a bit standoffs? Like, we like you rhyming over your own beats. Um, no, man, it was, everybody was kind of surprised. They were surprised because um, I guess they didn't see me a rock coming. You know what I mean? So no. I, I got a lot of, I got a lot of messages. Dudes was like, bronze and rock? Word? Oh shit! I ain't see this coming, but I take it. Type of, you know, it was a lot of that energy or whatever. But uh, nah, man, they, they, they. I think that they were surprised that that. I think they thought it was gonna go the other way around. I think they thought I was gonna do beats for rock. For rock, yeah. You know, what I'm saying that would be heavenly as well. But it, it took a lot of people by surprise that it was it was the other way. You know, what I'm saying me over rock's beats and shit. So. People was like, oh, word, that's, you know, that shit sound interesting, no matter what, you know what I mean? So uh, that's, that's, that's how I hit a lot of people. I got a lot of messages of dudes like, what? You you doing the beats, right? And I'm like, nah, I'm rhyming. Nah. And they're like, what? For real? Damn. So, yeah, yeah. 
It was dope. Because, like, I I actually had to, like, double-check this now, too, because when I got to uh, Pop Yes 21, I was like, yo, I heard this somewhere before. I was mm-hmm. like, I, I, but the moment I heard Rock's voice, I went to like, yo, um, Braun's got the hardest Rock Marciano verse. And I'm like, I know I've heard this somewhere. So I just Googled Rock Marciano and Killer Priest. And then the song from Think Differently, um, I forget what it's called, and Slug Through uh, Your Popular Song. But this is yeah. a remix of that with your verse. Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was Slugs Through Your Papaya was the original song. But that joint was uh, like, it didn't even, uh, the person who released it didn't have my permission. They released it unauthorized or whatever. So uh, oh. uh, so that's that's my shit, you know what I mean? So I was like, yo, whenever it comes the right time, I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna remake that shit. I'm gonna remix it or whatever. And I, they didn't even have all the original parts of the beat when they did it before. And you you can hear the hook part and different pieces now. Um, so I, yeah, I was, it was like perfect timing for me to add that on there. You know what I mean? Like, cause I was like, yo, I was like, yo, what the hell did Bronx do to get rock to be rhyming like he's like in the Marsburg of the days or something like that? But then I did my research. I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. you're in the Marsburg days. Yep, it was. Yeah, it was a it was a little a little older joint, man. They didn't really hit a lot of the people that that uh wasn't really you know core fans yet. So I, you know, let's resurface that shit. I'm all with it. But that's what I like though, because I noticed like if it's on YouTube, people are a bit iffy because they don't know if it's real or not. When they see it on the actual album, they're like, "Oh, so that's that's the real one." Mm-hmm. This is the one. Yep, that's the official one, man. You know what I mean? Had even that beat back then, man. Like, if y'all go listen to that from 2011 on YouTube and tell me what that beat sounds like in 2021, yeah. blow your goddamn mind. Yeah, shit, timeless, man. You know what I mean? Try to be timeless with it. So, um, one of the things like I, I, I really do like about this now is like you got Killer Priest, but you don't have any of the core clan members on this, and I think that's what makes me drawn to this album because you know, like. I have a RZA feature. I have a Method Man feature. I'm Bronze Man. I'm standing on my own two over these rock beats. So, what makes you humble like that? Um, I don't know. I guess I just believe in my art, man. I believe in my motherfucking talent, and I did the work, bro. Like, can't nobody tell me I ain't did the work, man. I paid the dues, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I feel like I can do anything on the mic right now, you know what I mean? So, um, that's why I got the that's why I got the goat hats, man. Because when you I noticed that you gotta have like, you gotta have when you talk shit. You gotta have you 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 gotta back that shit up, man. Like, oh yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So, like Mike Jordan, man, he talk all that shit, but you can't say nothing though because he backs that shit up. You know what I mean? So, I feel like as far as my uh my history of releases, I touched I touched I touched a few classic albums and shit. So my 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 discography, um. And I think my consistency, I absolutely see myself as one of the goats, man. And I, and that's not just coming from me. A lot of the fans say it, and so you you got to take that in as as heaviness. You know what I'm saying? So that's uh, I'm humble about it. I am. I don't, you know I don't go around talking shit or nothing. But I definitely believe in my motherfucking craft, and uh, and I know I did the work. You know what I mean? So oh, whatever come, whatever come, I feel I deserve. You know, give me that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think once people hear this album, you're gonna have a lot more feature requests for lyrics instead of beats. Like, yo, bro, can I get a sixteen? Hey, let's do it. I hope so, man. I hope so. So, um, man, this is like one of the expect. Like, I love the intro uh, nosebleeds, man, because 
it's like the end of a Bronze Man movie. It just like that 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 beat. It just sounds like like you're just loading up, and I'm like it's like I'm gone for a bit, but I'm coming back. And I like how you ate most of the beat and like gave like Bowley James like a little bit of the crumbs, but like you still let him eat though. But like you ate on that. Oh uh, yeah, I, I, you know I had that sitting in the tank for a while, man, and um, uh. It was just perfect timing for Bodie to jump on it, man. He capped it off, man. He gave me some nice words over the little bridge, you know what I'm saying? So um, that's just that's just what we did naturally, you know what I'm saying? Bodie had my verse when he wrote his and shit. So I told him, do what you do, bro. Do your thing, man. And my bro blessed me. Mm-hmm. That's been my bro for, for, for quite a while, for some years now. So, oh, um, so you got to see the rise of Yeah. Say that again? You got to see the rise of Bojack. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's my dude. He used to be in my studio on Grand River back in back in the grimy days and shit. So, shout out to my dude, Bodie Blocks, man. See, that must give you like a lot of inspiration too. Like knowing, like you see somebody like that, and then they go make like two albums with Alchemist, but yet still show humbleness, like your bronze. Like I still remember you, bro. Oh, of course, man. That's my little bro, man. That's uh. Uh, we, we we go back, man. So, you know, he always 100, man. But definitely, you know, people of that caliber that's 100 are, are appreciated, especially in this business, man, because, you know, it's a lot of snakes and, 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 and connivers in this shit. So, you know, like people that's 100 man. is greatness. Well, like, egos, because, like, honestly, man, like, I don't give a fuck what class you are when Bronze Nazareth is tweeting you saying, yo, let's get some work done. Yo, you respond to him. You just don't just, like, just, like, ah. I was like, no, that's fucking Bronze Nazareth, dude. Man, good looking, bro. I appreciate that, man. Hey, you I already know, bro. I don't But, like, even with this, like, even, like, coming into the epilogue now, too, like, like, you could have ended it off really well with nosebleeds, but you're taking it back to the beginning of the album, explaining it, and, like, so what made you, like, want to add that at the end? And did you add that, or did Rock send these to you with those added on? No, those um, I actually produced the 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 intros and the interludes and shit in the outro. Um, so oh, no, I, I put those together to uh, like I said, I like to glue shit together. I like to make this project clear. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely wanted to give people the feeling that I got, not just not just the word exorcist. I wanted them to to uh, I wanted them to know what the fuck it is. I want them to know what I'm connecting here. I want them to know how I'm how I'm thinking about my own writing because I think if that connects with them, they can look at the writing the same way and uh, be impressed with it. You know what I'm saying? Because got to make it clear for them. You can't just drop this album with this word and they hear a bunch of songs. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, it was, it was like no title. One of those I got from like a, uh, I think it was like a college professor or something. He gave me the audio clip and let me use a few pieces of it. So, um, yeah, it's official shit, man. It was, uh, it was for definition to let people know that this is what the writing is about to be on here, and this is what you just heard. You know what I mean? Okay, like this is a project that sounds like that you really want to get off your chest now, too. But I also read online now too that you wanted to become involved in civil rights activists after me. Yeah, I, I mean, we've always been. Uh, we, we, me and Kay used to go to rallies and all that stuff. Trayvon, you know, uh, Brown and everything. Um, so, yeah, we always been active in that. I follow, you know, a lot of the cases and shit like that. 
Um, so yeah, that, like, I think that I think I told somebody that's what I like to do. You know, when I retire or or, or the music is dried up. Um, yeah, I'd like to go into yeah. civil rights uh, litigation and shit like that and fight for injustices and all that shit. That shit is very interesting to me. Would you ever make a political album? Um, probably not. Probably like not. the honesty. I like the honesty. Probably not. Um, just straight political, man. Um, because I think that's one side of of my thought process and I feel like as far as being an artist I gotta let it all out um, yeah it's gotta be different sides of it too not just one yeah. I get that but I, 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 it'd be more on the plane Kevlar did a uh, album called Who Got the Camera and that was I guess you would say more political slash militant I think that would be more where my my, my, uh, my plane would reside I'd be a little militant about it I'm a little more Malcolm X than Martin Luther you know what I mean so <laughs> yeah. um yeah, I got it's, it's there's fire in me, and I I I I feel like I could let that fire out as a uh, as a civil rights lawyer, but you know me saying me saying it on the track and doing all that technical, different. yeah, it's different. Yeah, it's different. And plus, you know, with the music, you would get pigeonholed and shit. Oh, he's a political rapper now. You know what I mean? I'm I'm more than that. I'm all I'm I'm all things and shit. But I definitely I definitely deal and talk in politics as well too. So it's all oh, about yeah. me. You know what I mean? But a whole album, I don't know, man. Yeah, because like, I, like cause sometimes like somebody will get that fire and just like, I need just to let it all out with an album now too, but I like how you said, not because there's different sides to you as an artist, and I get that now too, because I don't know how the public would be seen. Like, yo, Brown's talking political? Like, yo, where's that vintage woo sound? Right, right. And then, you know, like, this, like, too, like, you could probably go back to my my past records and point out lines and this, that, and the other, and be like, man, your your politics say this, but your songs say that. So, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I think as a real person, we're all contradictions, but when you get into the political shit, you're not allowed to really contradict yourself. You got to be all the way in type of shit, and, or they don't believe, you know what I mean? So, I think once if 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 I jump into the politics arena, it'd definitely be under a, under a, a, a lawyer position. You know what I mean? Now, um, see, like with with an artist like Bronze Nazareth, for the people watching now too, we're gonna take questions here pretty soon. Right for an artist like Bronze Nazareth, I think that he is a golden staple within this renaissance because he is somebody who survived, as my guy Sonny's used to say, the Dark Ages. He survived the dark ages where labels were doing this white devil shit, robbery and all this stuff, going Santa Fe to publishing and stuff like that. During all that, bro, we had the Great Migration, and now we're all the way in 2011, and your name is still strong as ever. So that's what I like to call longevity now, too. And a lot of people think two years is longevity. Nah, go last a decade, that's longevity. Yeah, I, I agree, man. I think you... You got to get to 10 years, man, before you really can start talking longevity. And, and also, I think 10 years of quality consistency. But that's just me, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> before we uh, let the fans ask some questions, I got one more, too. Uh, so did you hear from Bunny and the Butcher yet about uh, this collaboration album that y'all were supposed to do? Nah, we haven't spoken. No? No. All right. No. I'm still bringing that up when I talk to Benny, though. I'm like, yo, Benny, yo, you got this pirate Picasso, but... You ain't got an album of fucking Bronze Nazareth, dog? Come on. Yeah, who knows, man? We'll see. 
know what I mean? Well, I'm, you know, <laughs> I'll get my left nut to get that Benny and Bronze album, man. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I wanted to save that because, you know, a lot of people, they don't like to watch over the phone. They like to watch on the computer or, or audio. So I needed the people to hear that interview. Um, so for the people who actually have some questions for Bronze Nazareth, um, tell them all in the comics and uh, let y'all know. Yeah, but in the meanwhile, yo, yo, Bronze, yo, uh, man, when is this Lord Josiah album coming, yo? Oh man, we we about done, man. I'm waiting on uh, I'm waiting on one little piece, man. My boy Rack Ali, man. I'm waiting on Rack uh to send me a little something for it, and then uh, and then we mastering, and we'll, and we'll have it out here probably the next three to six months, man. We're gonna start pushing it. Yeah, so yeah, like I said, if anyone has questions for Braun, just type them in the chat and uh, be more fucks with you, Braun. You can see it every day. Salute. Uh, what, up, what up, Big J Rock? Yeah, just let everybody uh, know. What up, Chubb? What's goody? <laughs> I seen uh, a couple people in. Oh, there we go. Are you going to have some merch? Yeah, absolutely, man. I'm uh, I'm definitely, I, we got merch printing up now, shit like that. Um, Tours is coming. Uh, probably be overseas, a majority of them, but um, yeah, we definitely working <laughs> on all angles, you know what I'm saying? So, we coming, uh, man, we're here for you, huh? Vinyl, vinyl, absolutely, yes, vinyl CD for sure. Yep, uh, yep, yeah. See, I noticed that like, everybody wants a vinyl, nobody wants a CD anymore. I know, yo, everything but going back to the vinyl, people want them, uh, people want the record covers, the vinyl artwork. You know what I'm saying? Having it in your hand, it's you know, it's I think it's a response to all the digital shit. You know what I mean? So well, with yours, like the Presby, would you ever do a 12 inch single for that? Um, you say for the precipice? Yeah. Oh yeah. So for the precipice, would you ever do a, like a 12 inch single? Because I noticed like some say I seen like a ransom single go for like 125, and there's like one song on it. Hmm. For real? That's crazy. I'm. I, yeah. I would. I would. Uh. I would definitely think about that, man, because the... Like uh, vibrant cover. Come on, bro. You know that shit is going Yeah, um, man. I, mean, I, I would love to do the, do the do the single and push it out there. Just even to, to see that artwork printed up big like that. So, yeah, that's something we'll definitely consider, man. We're coming with a lot more vinyl here in, uh, at the top of the year as well because I, I, I got a little distro deal for uh, Black Day in July, and they also have a pressing plant. So we're about to, we're about to vinyl it up for everybody. Even the, even the older shit we're going to bring back, you know what I mean? So Now, uh, I don't think I actually this last time, though, but um, would you ever put out another, like, is there enough material for another Wiseman album? Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I think there's enough for another Wiseman album. I was actually, uh, me and 80 was talking to Fat Beats about that uh, before oh, I, uh, before I did the rock album. So that, that, that definitely might happen, man. We definitely weighing the options and, uh, seeing what we can come up with, man. But, you know, it, it'll be a lot of uh, moving parts to that, so. Yo, and maybe if you here, yo, you a funny dude, man. I ain't gonna lie. You a funny dude sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. <laughs> yo, he's straight up, though. That's what I like about him, though. He's like, nah, yo, that's not like, yo. But sometimes, yo, his post, yo, he's like, yo, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta not comment on this, yo. I got my political that can't be fucking up on this. <laughs> you know it, man. <laughs> but he, he don't give a fuck. Yo, so yo, M80, though, yo, just keep doing what you're doing. Yo. I like that. Not at all, man. That motherfucker is, uh, he, he on it, man. 
What up, um, Chubb? I see you. K7 forever, baby. Man, I ain't gonna lie you. We had like 27. Oh, wait. Uh, Jizz and Bronze album, Many Chance. Oh, man. I don't know, oh, man. I don't think so, man. Here's a, here's a gem, man. Jizz was actually going to do a hook on the Rock album. But uh, he had about uh, six, seven features he was trying to already handle, and he was in Europe. So he really couldn't get to it in time and shit. But I'm definitely oh, going to be connecting with Jizz, man. I'm uh. I love working with Jizz, man. He always, you know, brings me through to his shows and shit like that. So um, I'm definitely going to keep keep uh, chipping at the ice on that one, man. I actually had, man, I actually had the uh, option to do the whole album with him uh, uh, some years ago on Baby Grand, but, you know, this shit just never really, never really materialized and shit. And I think, I think Jizz is still working on that album with, for Baby Grand, too. <laughs> <laughs> So my dude is on it, man. He just he just busy, you know what I mean? Um, okay. Well, since I ain't nobody gonna ask, ask this question, though, because I, even I have to pose this shit. Um, did you send any beats to Ghost for Supreme Clientele too? Because I don't know if I can take this over mm -hmm. Kanye and Mike Dean beats, to be honest. Um, no, I didn't. You know what? I might have like a long time ago, but you know, I I don't really. Send beats through to people like that. I, I just, I wait. If you want some beats, y'all know where I'm at. Y'all know what I do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of times people got on lists in their head who they want to fuck with for the beats. And um, I wasn't, I, I don't know. I wasn't on the list for that one. I don't know. But, uh, no, nah, I didn't send him nothing, man. I wish uh, I wish I was on that shit. But, Yo, you, know, I, you never know. You never know. Because I like yours. Your bronze tape better than the lost tapes. Like that's because I know that's the remix album, no. But I like it because it has like because it has that woo element sound to it. Yeah, big ghost is big ghost, but like it's family with that though. That's why I like that one better. Yeah, man. I you know I'm 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 a fan of it as well over the the original <laughs> album. But uh, but um, I don't know. I just wanted to make it more a little a little more cohesive than. Uh, than um, usual, so that you know people could get that feeling from it or whatever. But um, you know, both great albums, man. You know Somebody said that um, you should connect with Cool Keith from Ultramatic MCs. Um, I'm pretty sure you have. Like, did you try to connect with Cool Keith before? No, I never mix it up with Cool Keith. But we we actually got a show on October 30th and shit. So I'm definitely oh. gonna be looking to get networking with Cool Keith, man. He's a legend, you know what I mean. So uh, that'd be dope, man. Absolutely, Black Elvis. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, I still don't like that. I took a, I still, I just, I can't get into it. I don't know what it is. I like Doctor Doom. Hey, he got, he, he got that abstract, man. You know what I mean? So, with you, uh, we'll let you go because it doesn't look like people are asking that much questions. Um, so if you have questions, y'all, y'all can ask him. Don't, don't be afraid to ask Bronze. You yeah, know, shoot, shoot them questions. I'm here right now. What Shit. equipment are you using for beats right now? Shit, I, I use a plethora of shit. I use uh, the machine. I fuck with the machine sometimes. I fucks with the MPC here and there. Um, I fucks with Cool Edit, uh, computer programs. Sometimes I fuck around and do some shit right in uh, Pro Tools. Throw a sample in there, chop up some drums. <laughs> you know what I mean? However I'm feeling, whatever, but... Um, I do a lot of chopping on the machine and a lot of shit on the computer. You know what I mean? Easier to chop and move the shit, you know? 
where, where if you know where you want to go within your career, like you can actually put out a full body of work now too. Do you frame all of your projects like on a wall, like something like this, like like in your studio or something like that? Oh, let me show you, man. Oh, yeah. This tree not, right not everything, but let me give you a little black day tour here. Like, uh, oh, what up, Blizzard? You know, if anyone has questions for bronze, don't be afraid to ask. Woo! Yeah. 11 daylights, yeah. really. Yeah. Just some of the wow. vinyl shit. Got that up there. Oh, she got the button. Got the paint up there. Got to have the migration. Oh, oh see the spot, bro. Got a little record rack with oh, a bunch wow. of records. Got a whole record shop. You know what I mean? A little bit of some of the books and shit I be on. My little my chest set, mom's made and shit, hand painted. Ooh, you know that's fly, goddamn! That's like the flyest chest set I've ever seen. You know, old posters and shit from shows we did this shit in Detroit with the clan. More books. And she likes reading a lot. That's good though. Yeah, just the booth and shit. Ooh, that's just where the magic happens, everyone. Yeah, we've been here grinding and shit. You know what I mean? Got the, got the logo back here. The wall. So yeah, and then uh I got just some CDs up here. I got them on the ledge. Oh wow, there's a whole row of them. Oh, I see. Some, some gems. Look at all these gems up here. Woo! Ah, oh, the Lemon Daylights. God, that album was amazing. Oh yeah, yo! For for everyone listening, for everyone watching out too, go back and watch me and Bronze's uh, first interview where he talks about working of cannabis on his album. That the animus that him and cannabis have. So glad M80 got the uh, piece it together of cannabis. Now cannabis can actually get back to Gelly. Yeah, you know? Back on bro. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I I love cannabis, man. That's my dude, man. That's my guy. Oh, we got some more questions. Daylights, man. I don't know, man. We in the midst of daylights, man. To be honest, I'm kind of waiting on Willie, man. So, um, he got the beats. I got like five or six tracks in here on the computer now. So, you know, we grinding it out, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting on my guy Willie, man. He grinding. He doing a lot of uh, beautiful businesses. Uh, oh, yeah. he's, he's got a nightclub in Grand Rapids. Uh, some um, champagne, I think. Um. So, yo, check out my man Willie the Kid doing all type of business. But yeah, we got to get to that to that daylights, Willie. You know what I mean? Uh, somebody said, um, "Have you ever worked with Word Cloud, aka Holocaust?" Nah, I never worked with a uh, uh, Holocaust. Nope. I called nope. him Hologram when I was interviewing Fourth to say, I kept, I was like, "Yo, Fourth, you remember that dude Hologram?" And he's like, "Who?" Oh, hologram. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I fucked that one oh, up, but yeah. Um, yeah, no, incredible writer, but no, I haven't worked with him. Nope, nope. Oh, what up? My guy Cage is in here, formerly signed to Dr. J. What up? What up, um, what up, what up? Dots, what, what up? I see you, bro. What movies have inspired your rhymes, if you have any? That was from Rosebud's Revenge. Oh, um, let me see. It's a movie I love called uh, The Black Godfather. I love that shit, man. I watch that shit a, a few times a year. I use a bunch of clips from it. You'll probably recognize. Um, that's my I'm shit, man. Down. I'm watching this tonight. Yeah, that's my shit, man. It's a old, it's like an old black exploitation '70s joint, but the story is so cold, man. How he came up and 
uh, you know, all the shit that happened is 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 fire, man. So I love that movie. Um, uh, I don't know, man. It's a it's a lot of classics I love, but um, as far as inspiring my writing, um, I don't know if I can really say any movies. It might be certain movie scenes or pieces that inspired it, but uh, I can't think of any movies off the top of my head that just that I think about when I'm writing. I think more about like scenes and, and visual thoughts and shit from movies or whatever, or like the scene in Heat with the shootouts. You no, know, you know, I think of more movie scenes like that that inspire certain things I say more than, than full movies. Yeah, scenes can actually do that besides a full movie because a full movie is like an hour and a half. Like it's hard to get inspiration from like every single minute. It's like, yo, it's like, okay, relax, yo. Yeah, and I, I can see like dudes getting like, uh, you know, the Reservoir Dogs theme for the album type of thing. But, yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm more like a free association thinker and shit. You know, everything might connect, but it flows out freely, you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it might be a scene from here, a, 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 a commercial from over there, a scene from Rock Show, whatever, you know what I mean? So this is a question that somebody asked. Uh, Chubb, this is actually what I, I actually want to notice, too. Uh, what's your top five Detroit MCs? No order, no pressure. Top That's, five Detroit MCs. Um, I don't know, but Detroit has a lot of MCs, man. I probably would have to put Royce first. Oh, yeah. Then probably, then M. Um, oh, man, I don't even know if I should do this. Niggas going to kill me in the Detroit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I ain't going to say top five, but some of my favorites right. Detroit. Um, I love my guy Ty Ferris. I think he's a fucking beast on the mic. Um, I love Marv One. Marv One is dope as fuck. Um, I love um, I love Trick Trick just for like, oh yeah, his full on Detroitness. I oh, I love that shit, man. Um, and then like um, another one of my favorite artists from Detroit is I'm gonna have to say my man Ella Days. I think his rhymes are very colorful and real. You know what I mean? Um. I put Ella up there. Uh, who else, man? Let me think, man. Cause somebody gonna kill me. Uh, <laughs> all my wise, man. You know, we we right there, man. You know what I mean? But um, I think uh, there's a innumerable amount of Detroit MCs that I could list, and uh, I think. One of them I'm forgetting is Elzai. Absolutely, Guilty I Simpson. Waiting. I was waiting. I was like, Yo, where the hell is um, Elzai? Absolutely, man. Elzai is a fucking forever, man. Um, yeah, man. I think that's, I think that's a nice little list for right now. Um, I oh, said no, Royce I already. I think so. Oh yeah, you said Royce at the top. Don't worry, that's mine too. So yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> big time. Uh, somebody said this too. Uh, do you think your tracks can cater to anyone? Like, could you produce an album for Jay Z? Yeah, absolutely, man. I definitely think so because I think part of a producer's job is to uh, give them the shit that fits them or or pull the best out of the artist. Um, so I, I definitely I got I got I got a ton of shit that'll float right 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 down Jay Z's river, man. That'd be perfect, man. But um, yeah, I think I could I could fuck around and do an album with whoever, man, as long as they let me do what I do. You know what I mean? Um, if I can get that creative freedom to be the producer, you know what I mean? Let me produce it. Let me produce. Let me tell you this one, that one. Let me make sure this is over here. Let me produce it. Yeah, I could do whatever, bro. 
actually have like you know like not their hand in it. like how they did in the routine the guy's like oh you can't put up guys like no i want the shit like this so i get it like that like you want to do yeah man gotta be right man i had uh Peace I had Illa, I had Illa days in here, you know, not too long ago, and uh, he was spitting the last line, and I'm like, bro, spit it again. You're rushing it. You rush. I told him like six or seven times, like, you're rushing it, bro. He's like, no, nah, man, well, I don't know what you mean, man. It's on. I'm like, no, nah, trust me, you're rushing it. So I got him to say how 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 I envisioned it, and then he heard it, and he was like, yo, okay, that's 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 uh, that's not what I would have done for my album. I was like, shit, but this is my album, my nigga, so you got to say it how I need you to say it. <laughs> so, yeah, man. But, see, but, but that just shows that you're a perfectionist instead of just like, all right, that's good enough. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, not, I'm not satisfied with that, man. I, you gotta, you gotta, that shit got to be on point. That shit got to be right, you know what I mean? Uh, so somebody just asked if the Benny album is being worked out. No, it is not happening, no. right? It is no. not happening. So, but we, no. I'm going to try. I'm going to try it all. Yeah, um, somebody got to ask him, man. I don't know. I don't know at all. John, I swear, that's the first question I'm going to ask. I'm like, so, so Mr. Benny the Butcher, um, I understand that you were supposed to do an album of Bronze Nazareth. Um, do you have any battle rap, or do you watch battle rap, and if so, who are your favorites? Uh, man, I, I, I used to watch a lot of battle rap, man. Um, but I, I really don't watch a lot anymore. Um uh, but I, you know, there's a few that I like. I like Loaded Lux. Um, I like Calico, of course. Calico's dope. Uh, um, yes, sir. Yeah, you know it. You know it, man. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, I, I like to watch some of Mar One's battles and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I used to be real deep into it. I used to jump up and and watch. But you know, now that I'm just in the lab, just cooking all the time, I I kind of lost track of. Uh, you know, the latest, what all is going on. But I, I do tap in every now and then, though, for sure. You think you can do it? Can I battle? Well, I know you can battle, but do you think if somebody came with the bag right? Ah, oh, man, I mean, yeah, I'm sure I could, man. <laughs> because, yo, I see, like, I get something to see, like, Vado and Saigon. I'm like, okay, let's get some scarier MCs. I don't know about battling. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man. Yeah, I mean this shit. If we battling, we battling. I'm gonna be in that 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 uh that battle mode. I'm gonna be in that war mode. So, so whatever advantage. Who's into whatever, battle? Like I don't even know if they. I I know they study each other and write for weeks and shit now. So, I mean that shit would be that's homework. You know you gotta do your homework, man. So if 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 that happened, I mean I would I'd be on my homework. I wouldn't be no slouch. I ain't gonna say I'd be the kill the illest nigga ever battling, but you know, I'll put up a fight or whatever. Uh somebody said that how would a wrestler wise oh dude, Brown's on the beat. Whoo! But I gotta go back to this question. How would a wrestler wise man? Are there any new music with the group coming soon? Well, we talked about that earlier. Um he did talk to M80 about a possible wise man album, and um, how would a wrestler group member? Um, the rest of the group, man, everybody copacetic, man. Um, I just go down the line. Uh, salute, man. I talked to, you know, Salute locked up, uh, Michigan State Department of Corrections. Been He's been locked up since 2012, y'all. Um, but he got, what, I think a year and a half left, and he should be on parole. Oh, so, that shit, y'all. Obviously, he fucked up in there, but he doing good in there. I think he had a little teaching job. Um so, you know, he handling his business in there so he can come on and get out and get back to work over here and get back into uh, living as a free man. Um, so, salute hanging in there. 
Um, R.P. Kevlar forever. You know what I'm saying? He he out here guiding us with his hand on us from the from the other side. Um, still uh, my nigga June. The album too. You know what? He on here. He's still he's still showing up. You know. Um, I ain't gonna lie. When I heard that skit, yeah, I still get chills from that. It's like, whoa, we're like that's what I like about it. Executed album perfectly and yeah. fine yeah. But my bad. No, you good, man. You good. Yeah, yeah. It it was uh it was a great time, man, to have I, I try to put Kev on everything and if you notice he's usually on track seven, you know what I mean, of every album. Um yeah. so boom boom. So Kev, you know, he resting good, he's still working though. Uh uh June Mega. June oh, Mega yeah. Uh, June Mega got a newborn. I mean, he's not so newborn anymore, but June Mega been on his daddy duty, but he been at the crib writing. Um, I'm not really sure if he's coming with any projects any anytime soon, but I know he's keeping his pen together. And uh, he usually he usually run to run to the shows and, and hit the road with me. So you'll still be seeing a lot of June Mega, whether he he drop or not. Uh, Philly also, and Philly kind of been out of the rhyme shit for a while. Um, yeah. That. He's just starting to kind of come back around. Um, so um, I don't know. We've had talks here and there about uh, Escape from the Detroit Zoo album. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We ain't started nothing. Ain't nothing happened yet. But uh, he on the road, though. Um, Lord Josiah, you know, we got time waits for no man. That shit is coming a couple months at the latest, three or four. Um, so uh Josiah's doing great though, man. He uh I think he just put in his two weeks at his job and shit. So he yeah, he's moving more on his own now and shit, shoveling that coal. So uh yeah, he's doing good, man. That's my bro right there. Um and then uh Illa Days is uh Illa Days still chopping at the wood, man. Illa Days is um every day is a new day for Illa Days, man. He's uh he be going through some hard times, man, but you know, I'll be trying to help keep my dude's head up. Um, he's in a difficult situation, but uh, the music is his piece. It's his release. So um, I try to keep him staying in the studio. We got, what, six, seven joints done for his next one. So so that shit is coming coming soon. And, uh, yeah, we kicking it from there, man. I got a couple new artists. My dude, Dots, Hollywood Dots. Uh, he coming with a few joints. He's a crazy producer and rapper. That I've been fucking with, you know, for some years, man. But he just coming into the fold now that I got the Black Day business all sold up and shit like that. Uh, and then I uh, can't forget my guy, Kurt Solid, you know what I'm saying? Eastside Detroit, you know what I mean? He coming with some beautiful shit over my beats. Um, also got a joint with my homie Woozy from Grand Rapids. Um, he's, he's like, you know, he's a, uh, uh, he's a younger dude, so he's in a younger generation but still on some boom bap, you know what I mean? With a little touch of hipster, you know, he's probably going to kill me for saying that, but that's kind of <laughs> my that's kind of how my generation see my guy. Um but yeah, Woozy got some he got some dope shit, he got some intricate raps. Uh so so that's coming as well, man. We really uh we really digging in now. I got Black Day moving good and uh we about to put out a big flood for y'all, man. So that's what Wiseman and Black Day been on, you know. And 2022 sounds like it's going to be busy for you guys again. A lot, a lot of bronze beats, a lot of bronze rhymes, man, for sure. Uh, so be before we let you go, bro, I know you're busy, man. We'll take two more questions. Somebody said, um, have you ever met JD in any old Dirty Bastard stories? No, nah, man, I never met JD. I, uh, I came to Detroit in 03, and I think he passed away in 06, I believe. Um... And so it was a very small uh, window 
to try to get in there with him. And I was just really getting my feet steadied in Detroit. So we didn't cross paths, man, unfortunately. But he's definitely a legend, man. Um, RIP to that guy, man. Man, if you all want to go actually find out how Brown's actually hooked up with them, we will go back and check out that classic interview we did in January, man. It's one of my favorite interviews. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. And yeah, uh, no, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Brown. I'm good. I was just going to say, and I, I, as far as the ODB stories, um, I think I, there's one I told online a bunch of times, man. I'll let you find that joint, man. It's it's hilarious, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'll let you find it online, man. You know what I mean? All right, see, this is a fan. I already got all the good fan questions. I got figured from the first one. I was like, I was like, yo, that was the dream interview. All right, now next time we get back, <laughs> we talk about the album, and that's it. These are the fan questions. Oh, yeah. I, I know the story, but there's other people out there. I guess, like, I never knew how much people, like, I never knew how big of the impact Wu was until recently. Because once I started watching the Honolulu documentary, I started to notice, like, how that symbol, I seen, like, a two-year-old kid wearing it, and then I seen, like, a grandma wearing that hat. It's, like, like the impact, and they know who these people are. So it's just like the impact is like it's like one of those logos like Metallica that's just never gonna go. And right, to right. know that you're a part of that now too, but you're creating your own lane now too. That's why I want to tell people. I'm like, if you like these guys, then check out the offspring, check out the family. It's like a lot of people they just go with the main artist and that's what they stick to. And I want to change that. I'm like, dude, the artists themselves, just because they don't have like the platinum status doesn't mean they're not as talented. Oh, they're probably more talented. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, you, you know, if you want good music, you really just got to do your homework. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you if you want to hear if they're nice, you got to listen to them. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? Give them a shot. And, uh, you know, spread it. If you, if you hear some people ain't up on, man, that's 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 y'all fans' duty to go ahead and spread it for us. You know what I mean? So. Um, so before we go, uh, we're going to ask this last one. Uh, your favorite joint on the album and why? I think I know. Yeah, my favorite joint is Survivor's Vow, man, hands down, man. When when y'all hear it, y'all know why, man. Survivor's Vow, you know, every song in there is dope, man. I ain't let y'all down one bit. But it's just that one is just on the top of that mountain, man. That shit, Survivor's Vow, is, and it's, uh, it's special to me, you know what I mean? So that's why it's going to be beautiful when the video comes out too, man, because that shit, oh, man, he illustrated it beautifully. The way we did it, y'all going to be shocked, man. This is dope. Are you going to have the uh, the refocus skit and the Kevlar skit in it? Um, Nah, nah, those aren't a product. I might, you know what I'm saying? I might still add those to it, you know what I mean? We just shot it yesterday, so we, we, we're moving all the pieces around to it. Yeah. Well, this album would definitely sound like you put the pieces together for this album now, too. So, yo, Bronze, yo, I appreciate you coming back. Thank wanted you. to chop it up. Said you're one of my favorite shows. You're one of my favorite producers. I meant the world, man. Um, I appreciate it, man. Back. I appreciate it. Yo, I think, did we miss a few questions? On, is this cool if I answer a few people? Sam, oh, yeah, man, yo, 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 this is good. Yo, go ahead, yeah, you know what? Digstown, when I did the Digstown album, man, we, uh, I mean, we knew he was going in because he was out on bond. So um, we did about half of the Dick Sound album when he was out on bond before he went in. A couple of joints was a little older. But, um, yeah, a lot of most of most of Dick Sound's joint, I did like half of it when he was behind bars already. You know what I'm saying? It was a lot of puzzle puzzle pieces and shit. But, yeah, we, we I had the verses laid down, I think, for the most part. But 
Some of them didn't have – some of them we just laid on some drums so we could put a beat to it later because it was tempo shit. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of – about half the album he was locked up for, you know what I mean? We shot two videos right before he went in, and uh, shit, you know, we pushed it as good as we could. But he got he got a Bible of raps right now, so he coming out with some – I'm going to have him in shape as soon as he get out of here. Especially if they're leaving prison now, too. I notice when somebody like leaves, they're like they're, they're, they're most focused. It seems like, and when you get into the booth, it's like, wow! Like, were you practicing that the entire time? Yeah, man. You know what? The, the crazy shit is, um, he he calls me like maybe every two weeks, and sometimes he'll call me. And um, before before Luke spit, he always say, "I told him." Yeah, you know, like it's just like a tick or something. <laughs> And so sometimes I pick up the phone, I hit, I hit yes on the collect call shit, and then um, we won't even say nothing. I just hear him be like, "I told him," and then I know he's spitting a verse. So then he spit a verse, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, I gotta pull up my new shit." You know what I mean? So then I grab a verse, and before we know it, I load 15 minutes of the, on the jail phone. That shit is up, and we've been going back and forth rhyming the whole time. So yeah, I'm, I'm keeping that boy in shape, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, you know what you call that? Good friend. Uh, no doubt, man. That's 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 my brother, man. You know, so uh, he be getting mad. I'm, sometimes I'm doing something and I miss a call, but like, yo, bro, I'm here whenever you call, bro. I'm, I I pick up. You know what I mean? And he know that, so he he he's he's appreciative of that because doing that bid is some shit, man. And it oh, ain't yeah. easy. It ain't easy, man. So it's dope. So we can communicate and spit rhymes and shit the whole time. Uh, somebody wants to know: Do you take beat submissions? Oh hell yeah, man! I'm I'm just as much as a beat collector as I am a beat maker, man. I love dope beats, so if that shit catches my ear, and make my pen work. I'm all over it, man. All right, yo, M80, do you have any questions for Browns now, there? Since you just who joined? Ladies, for the people listening right now, we take questions from Browns now, Yo, I see you, Versa. Uh, how did I link link with Briz? Um, I heard Briz's album, um, and it was amazing, man. I mean, I think I hit him up on Twitter or something like that. Twitter or Instagram, I hit him up. I hit him up. I, I watched a few of his battles, and uh, I was like, "Yo, son, is dope." And then then I started listening to his albums. Um, he got one called Private Lecture. That's my shit. Um, okay. First one he came out, I think it was called, I think it was Fish and Grits. No, I'm sorry, it's Fish and Shrimp. It's Fish and Shrimp. Man, that shit is fire. Briz Ross seen Fish and Shrimp. So I don't, I don't know. I seen him on Instagram or somebody, probably because I was watching the battle and I seen him uh, advertising the, the Fish and Shrimp album. And so I was like, yo, son is dope. Let me hit him up. You know what I mean? So that's that's basically where that came from, man. Another mutual respect thing, you know. M80, hey. what's goody, bro? What up, man? What's goody? We just got to Chicago, Crooked Eye and I. We got the show tonight. Indianapolis ah. tomorrow, New Haven the next day. So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a nice view of of the downtown Chi-Town. Let me, let me switch the camera real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I see y'all. I see y'all. That's yeah. that rich lifestyle, y'all. Uh, you know what? I'm so paid, bro. I got an extra sandwich from Portillo's. I'm not even going to eat it. It's just a fucking extra sandwich. It's just Stupid. to have it. 
You know, but hey, what's important is we got an album dropping at midnight Eastern. Bing bing. Right. That's right. That's right, man. Yeah. Yes. Uh Bronze Andrew, Rock Marciano, features from Rock Marciano, Killer Priest for Sean, Boldy James. Sky Zoo, Terminology. I mean, I might be missing a couple. Uh, fucking Kevlar yeah, 7, you know. Chris, it's dope, man. I'm, I'm very excited to have this see the light of day because, you know, Bronze, I don't know if you've already touched upon it, but he works on Bronze Records. He works on Wiseman Records. He works on various proj other projects. I don't know if you've talked, you know, of course the world knows about the albums with Willie the Kid, but, you know, shit cooking with Alzai and, and the Clan and everything else. And it's like, man. You know, let's 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 get on more of a frequent release schedule because yeah, I'm tired of people hitting me up like, "Hey, I want another Bronze Desert record." And I'm like, "Me too." <laughs> All right, so let's just make sure they get it consistently. Indeed, indeed, we own them. We own heavy, man. And, and for anyone tuned in right now that wants to know, the pre-order CD link is in my bio. So if you want to get, how do you pronounce it? Ekphrasis. That's how you pronounce this. Yeah, it's ekphrasis, and I've heard it ekphrasis too. So. Both okay. ways. The X CD. The, so Fat Beats has the CD and cassette tape for pre-order right now. Of course, that the digital will go live at midnight, um, and then the vinyl will will you know click probably in a month and change for a 2022 release. For sure. Now, now because I got you both here. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, did yes, you get Bronze Nazareth on the Long Story Shorter album with MLK Socks, Razkaz, Jakmelf, and Swifty McVeigh? Yes, Bronze. I sent Bronze the track, and uh, Bronze like, yeah, I'm I'm all over this. So he's on like the super mega posse cut song. It's like oh, Bronze, Guilty Simpson, Priest, okay. Asia, Raz, yeah, Swifty, yeah. Yuckmouth, MRK, probably fucking MC Todd from down the block, and maybe Todd's stepmom. <laughs> she probably put some bars on it. So a lot of motherfuckers on that song, dude. Yeah, yeah. but fire, yeah, Bronze. Fire. We sent it to Bronze, and and the, the long story longer company is I think originally with Michigan Roots and they're out in Illinois now, but they put a really great project together. So I got Bronze to that tonight, uh, that drop in next week. Huss dropped the week before Bronze. And then into November and December, I got um, the Academy 3 compilation. It's a double disc. And guess what, world? You get a brand new cannabis album before the end of the year. Oh, my God. I knew you got back together, Cal. Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we were just talking about the cannabis album that y'all did. Yes, we did. Yeah, I mean, my favorite album I ever did with cannabis is Time Flies Like Dies, the one that Bronze produced. So when me and cannabis stopped working together after 20, like uh, the summertime of 2015, I was okay with it because I didn't think I'd ever be able to give him a better album than that. I mean, I, I did several leading up to it and that to me was the best shit so it's like i'm okay with like the changing of the guard maybe you want to fall back like you know this dude we we released an album like every year he did like yeah. two three hundred shows while i was with me we did mad features and you know so i couldn't really ask him to do anything more than what he did uh and uh you know shout out to domingo because domingo did a really good job with the full spectrum dominant series and and now canvas and i are back together dude and uh we're gonna make dope shit like i'm like we're gonna start recording the album he's writing it i mean it's almost all done being written but we're gonna start recording it on the 13th of october so yeah so like i want i want to drop shit like monthly i want can i want like just i want you to be like god damn it i'm sick of these cannabis releases 
from from fans like from fans demanding new albums to like god damn it i can't keep up with these every fucking month albums there we go well, that's man. what i want um when um the horsemen were doing interviews how come cannabis wasn't joining them i was just curious about that okay so people asked originally why he wasn't part of like the events and it's because all the events were on the west coast and we're doing like promo events like so like the horseman beer we're not getting like paid to like go rap at a fucking brewery we get we get paid if people are coming and buying the beer and buying tickets so it's like yeah. unless we did an actual tour you know he wasn't like just gonna come out of pocket to like be there for promo purposes for us now there's an interview coming out on validated magazine it's a physical magazine we got the cover of cannabis did that interview I talk with cannabis and his agent weekly and all, you know, no, of course all the fans don't know this. They assume like cannabis has no say in anything we got going on. Um, but then cannabis was super active on the social media side of things. Um, it just wasn't working out for his schedule. Like when we did like uh, rock the bells radio, when we did shade 45 radio, his agent would ask like, can you please give us like at least seven days in advance notice. And some of the stuff would be like, Hey, we could do this tomorrow. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. that doesn't really like fit into the scheduling of it. So, and, and then fans complaining about like, don't put his name on the flyers if he's not going to be there. That's not us. That's like the promoter or whoever like doing that shit. And we tell them, hey, like, take it off. You can put the four horsemen or HRSMN and then list all the names, but then put live performances by and name the people that are actually going to be there. Yeah. Right, right. So um, it just, <laughs> it was a thing that like, remember, I wrote the 30 pages of rhyme book. And I didn't need permission to do that. It's my fucking book based off my story of the Canvas disaster battle. So right. like we were coming off of, you know, like me and Canvas still weren't like talking yet. I had plans to like get him paid and shit like that. Um, it was around the time the horsemen start popping where it's like, let's make this all make sense again, dude. Cause like there's too much money for you not to get any of it. Oh yeah, well, man. Well, I'm glad pirates have the fucking picture. You know, yeah, like, I look, just, just let me run my show. Just let me run the shit, bro. Like, <laughs> please, did, did, please. Did you, yeah, did you read the book? Produced, you know what I mean? Did you read the book? No, but I have listened to your interview on the Fuck You Mean podcast like about 80 times, and that shit is okay, fucking so hilarious. I love that the point. The point was, like, you're Cannabis's guy. You're not my guy. So, like, you can't come to me and tell me, like, I had, like, he ruined, there was a Cannabis Priest album and he's like, we're not going to, this isn't going to do the album if I'm not doing the artwork. I'm like, you really think you have the pull to fuck off a whole album? Like, you're not doing the artwork, bro. I already have an art guy. I pay a retainer to. Then Biss was like, I want Pirate to run my social media. Like, pay him 125 bucks a week or some shit. I'm like, no, because I do it already myself for free. So it's like, I'm not just employing people's friends, like typical rapper shit, because you want me to like if you want to hire him you pay him and have him do the work but it's like you're not my guy like i got a thousand people in line in front of you that i'd rather give jobs to if i had jobs to give you yeah. know so with what we're doing right now it's me and cannabis and and his agent and that's that like he doesn't have to report to anyone but me and, and the agent i don't have to report to anyone but him and the agent and i no one can tell me anything like that's it so it's perfect it's a working dynamic that works for me and it works for him. So sorry, Bronze, but since we got M80 here and we talked about this earlier, um, so I heard uh, M80 that 
you guys were at Fat Beats possibly talking about a new Wiseman project. Uh, yeah. I talk about new Wiseman projects to anyone that wants to listen. Well, <laughs> I've been giving, I give people change on the street, and I'm like, we need a new fucking Wiseman album. All right? Well, because Yo, I tell you what, I got a, I got a brand, I got an unreleased Wiseman song on the Academy Three compilation with Philly and Salute. Ooh, Shout out, produced by Bronze Nazareth. Yes, sir. Fire, fire, fire. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. You keep that music coming. Yep. Um, dude, I want to do. Look, I just did a seven album deal with Fat Beats. I already picked out what the seven albums are. Cool. Like, I want to do 10 cannabis albums. I already picked out what they are. You want me to drop a bombshell right now? Please? Do you want me to drop the bomb? How many Wait. bombs can you handle right now? We ain't got no sound effects. It's probably a lot. All right, so after yeah, this cannabis project for December, cannabis, Chino XL, Snow Goon. Wow, Snow Goon's on production? Yes. Oh my God, that's gonna be crazy. Cannabis, that's that's one album. Cannabis, Pete Rock is an album. Oh my God. You know, I got I got plans, dude. Yo, and the best listen, the best part, the best part of where I'm at now, and and this is just me. It reflects no way, shape, or form, positive, negative against anyone. This is the best time to work with me for all the people who've been with me, like Bronze and and Biss, because I don't need the money anymore. I just get to work on shit I fucking love, and and that's what it is. Like ever since I got started putting some fucking gold and platinum plaques and shit on the wall, awesome. We're good. The house is good. The family's good. Now let me get to what the fuck I love. And that's, of course, my Wu-Tang projects. That's my bronze shit. That's my cannabis shit. That's my Husk Kingpin shit, my Planet Asia shit. Like, we're good to go. It's, it's oh, going to be. Know, you know, and you, you know we got that. If you were, you should be Bronze Nazareth produced by Bronze, too. That shit is done. You know what I'm saying? That's about to come as well. So another yeah, solo. The whole listen. The whole the whole point is I'm tired of waiting for bronze records just like the rest of the world. So I want bronze and rock Marciano. I want new bronze solo. I want a new wise man. Maybe one day Almighty Three. I want like look. Now's the time for artists just to bubble, dude. Not every it was Hus Kingpin that taught me this shit when we did the Ghostface album. Like not every record has to be a bronze. Yeah, not, not every album has to be like this traditional grand slam that we're used to. Like, I came from, you know, Wu-Tang and D-Culture. Did a, made a million bucks, 100,000 units. Then we do Jizza, and that made, sells 80,000 units. Then we do this, that sells 50,000 units. That's where my head was at the whole time. I didn't know you could just fucking make a record and be like, here's 5,000 copies, and once they're gone, they're gone. Like, move on, you know? That yeah. shit wins. So it's like if Bronze wants to make a record and like, yo, we're just going to press a thousand physical units and then once they're sold out, then we'll do digital like for the rest of the world. It's yep. a whole new ball game, dude. Yeah, we'll do a Hustle Bronze album. I want to do a Bronze Rockness Monster album. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. that's, a, that's like Unexpected, but I can see that working though because Rock has that. I voice. did an interview with BET. I did an interview with BET oh, after I won the, uh, the Guinness World Freestyle Record, where I explained mm-hmm. to him this kind of similar shit. Like, 
I win as an A&R because it's like, I'm not like a fucking, you know, I'm not a major label guy. I'm like, if we right. can do this record for 15 grand and it can make 20, awesome. That's a win. Move on to the next. Now, you know, as long as it keeps the lights on, let's do it. So that's why it's like, I could take pretty much anything and make it go. So it's like any ideas we have for records can happen. Now it was supposed to come out the end of this year. It's going to be next year, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm doing the new rock Kim album, bro. Yes, sir. What? Is it produced by Big Ghost? No. It's oh, produced by I DJ think... Jazzy Jeff. Oh, holy shit. You're not now, when I came up with the idea, when I came up with the idea for the record, it was to be produced by Big Ghost. What up? What up, Rack? What up? And that never happened? Um, like Big Ghost? It did not happen, like, out of the, I think, like, 20, 30 tracks submitted. You know, Raw's super fucking picky. Uh, for good cause. I mean, just ingrained in tradition. Uh, you know, I think he picked like two out, but it was something where it's like, I needed the pieces to all make sense. Like I needed Bill Media to be on board. They were not at the time. So with them not on board, that kind of took the steam out of that project because like, I don't want to take it to a traditional label and run it. We want like, I got to do the Rakim record because of how I structured the Ghostface Big Ghost album with the limited style, with the with the various different vinyls, uh, all that. So that's that's how this all came about. So I, I can't wait to bring the world the new Rakim record, and then after that, it's anything's anything, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, pedal to the metal, man. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, yeah, I didn't. Well, what, what time is it? Is it is it uh nine where you're at? Yes, nine oh seven. I think it's okay. So we got we got three hours and less. <laughs> for, for for everyone watching now, the pre-orders at Almighty's yeah. bio. I don't want to hear if it's yeah. on stream or anything like that. Just go buy the fucking album, y'all. It's worth it. Go get the album, man. Ekphrasis, come out tonight. Bronze Nazareth, Rock Marciano, all your favorite MCs. You know what I'm saying? High level bars, high level beats. You know what more do you want, man? You know what I'm saying? We keep Not it coming, even. man. And expect M80 to be joining the show. Yo, M80, we would have to uh, get our own interview in sometime because I got a lot of interesting I questions for you. I love that. The more interesting, the better. But uh, yeah, so I'm about to put clothes on. I'm going to go to a rock and roll show. And then after the rock and roll show, I'm going to go to our concert. So I'm in Chicago, going to go to the rock show in Lombard, then to our concert in Agora, then back to Chicago. So I'm just taking over all of Illinois for the evening. <laughs> when I get home, when I get home, that sandwich will be there. <laughs> all right. I'm going to send Bill Mega to get that boy. Probably, I guess I'm in a robe because I have not put my clothes back on yet. Here, this is what I'm wearing this evening. And uh, with the with the Burberry vest over there, but as of right now, just the robe in the room. You A1, bro. Go ahead and enjoy, man. All right. Appreciate you guys. To everyone tuned in, cop the album. It drops at midnight. Executive produced by myself and Bronze Nazareth. Fully produced by Bronze and Rock Marciano. I know y'all love hip-hop. That's why you're watching, and you're going to love this project. All right? We're going to keep the fucking motor, motor running. Peace, brother. Wow, we never expected a M80 cameo, so yeah, we're gonna be putting that little M80 cameo. Oh, sorry, Bonds, uh, we didn't mean to, no. but hey, it's all love. 
All good, bro. All good. That's my family, man. It's all good, man. I see you, Gage, man. Ain't no Glenn Fittich in here, Gage. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Rack, we told you to join. You could have joined, but I didn't see no request, yo. Yeah, join in, man. I don't know if he's still here or not. Wow, it was like... Uh, somebody asked you a question, Bronze, too, but I can't see it. Uh, you always look good in... Oh, yeah, that definitely was not for you. <laughs> What do you say? So I so, said, so, okay, I, I didn't say, but somebody's like, yo, you look good in a robe. I was like, yo, okay, I didn't say <laughs> But yeah, man, um, for the people watching now, too, if you didn't catch uh, this interview, um, all of it's going to be on YouTube tomorrow. So we're going to do the editing tonight. Um, we'll roll up, and um, so y'all can actually get the full interview, man. Um, if there's no one there, I don't think Rex in here anymore. Nah, I don't see that. Um, but yeah, but yo, bro, I think I kept you for long enough, man. I think uh, two hours, man. I know you're busy, man. No, so um. Oh man, it's all good, man. I'm just uh counting down the hours, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me too, man. But to get to this editing, I got this. Uh, yo, Babu still in here, man? Yo, Babu, yo, I just finished the edit into our interview. Yo, people are gonna love that. Um, we made it to this far, man. Yo, go caught my guy, Bronze Nazareth album by legendary Rock Marciano. Legendary beats, I mean, legendary lyrics by Bronze Nazareth. And, uh, yo, Bronze, you're welcome back anytime. All you got to do is just hit the DM like before and make it happen. You already know, Lo. It's much appreciated, man. Love what you do, man. Keep doing it for Hot of Hip Hop. And uh, salute, bro. Anytime you need me, famo. Anytime, yo, bro, when I get to the top, yo, we're going to get the nice, the big Joe Rogan studio and roll up, be in person, and be better. Hey, I'm with it, bro. Let's make it happen, man. All right, one love, bronze. And everyone, y'all, stay safe, mask up. Hey, thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. One love. One love.